This week on Part of Our World, we are joined by two very special guests as we discuss the best cues in the world. Walt Disney World, of course. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoy the conversation. I'm Keenan, And I'm Rachel. And on this episode of Part of Our World Podcast, we have two very special guests, co-hosts of the Disney DNA Podcast, Trent and Jenny, here to talk about our favorite Disney ride cues. So welcome, guys. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having us. It's a, it is exciting to be here with you guys. Yep. Thanks a lot for asking us to be on with you. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah we were on their show. Oh, I was trying to think of that maybe... Last no, spring, a year maybe. ago. Yeah. And so oh. this episode has been in the pipeline yeah. for quite a long time. Yeah. So you'd think, you'd think we would have very succinct lists, you know, exactly what we want, but I'm sure yeah. our listeners can relate. Choosing your favorite anything at Disney is impossible. The list just goes on and on. Yeah. So, but before we get to that, we wanted to kind of just welcome you guys on and give you the chance to you know, introduce yourselves to our listeners. And so we're kind of, you know, when we were on your show, one question you always ask guests is how do they get the D- Disney DNA, you know, the namesake of your show that it's, it's part of who you are, which I love. And <laughs> that's something we always wonder is, you know, when did you, or how did you catch the Disney bug and fall in love and realize that, that you had that? All right, I'll go first. So my love for Disney goes back a many long time ago. I was an eight-year-old boy, and I had these amazing neighbors, and they would go quite often. And one summer, they decided to come out of the house, and we're just playing, you know, summer break. And they were like, hey, we're about to go to Disney World. And I'm like, what is Disney World? Because I've never heard of this before. So they were like, oh, we got to show you. So they had all these pictures from, like, past trips and these little old videos and then they said hey we have a bunch of movies do you want to come over and watch them at the house and i'm like perfect let's do it so i was introduced to the classics like cinderella and robin hood snow white and all of those which are very hold dear to my heart because i love those still to this day and the one thing that really kind of is fun because now with with disney plus we can watch those here with our daughters, which we have two amazing daughters. We have Brooklyn and Sophia, and they also do the show with us as well. So they're awesome. But going back to my story is, you know, that following summer, my parents say, hey, guess where we're going? And I'm like, did you talk to our friends or what? And they said, we're going to go to Disney World. So they brought us. That's like me and my uh, parents. My sisters didn't come because she's a little older than I was. And she heard the story and was like, man, she wanted to actually come with us, but she didn't have a chance. But my parents took me, and I remember walking down Main Street for the very first time, and that is where my love for Disney came because this was before the partner statue. This was just the castle, you know, and then you can see that forced perspective and how awesome it is to this day. And to me, taking our trips with our family and seeing that castle, seeing that partner statue, making those memories that last lifetimes is amazing. And 
my story just is, I mean, it's, it sounds kind of dull, but it's because of my neighbors. They were awesome and introduced to me movies and anything that came with Disney because they were huge fans. And for what I understand, they still are. I don't talk to them like anymore because we've kind of moved on and like moved away, but they're awesome. And I thank them all the time. Probably like on our show just ever so often about, you know, thank you for, you know, introducing me to Disney. Now, Jenny's story is a little bit different. She's. Mine's a little, you know, duller than yours, I guess you could say. I did not watch a lot of TV as a kid. I still don't really watch a lot of TV unless Trent or the girls want to watch something. And we did go on our honeymoon, but that's not where I caught the Disney bug. It wasn't until we started planning our first family trip that I really got into it. I I liked the planning aspect and kind of starting to learn the history of Disney World and some of the things is what got me interested in it. Yeah, that's great. I'd say there's no doll falling in love with Disney story. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, like everybody is like, you know, when I was a child and I'm like, I didn't really watch a lot of TV. And I didn't see stuff on TV, but it was my neighbors that have like been going for years. And they were like, you got to check this out. Now, this is back when it was just Magic Kingdom and Epcot only. There weren't the other two parks. So it was kind of, you know, the 80s-ish, you know, type of time frame there. Because I am 44, so a long time ago. You know, but I remember it just like it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I have really vivid memories of going as a kid, but I would say that the obsession came when I went as an adult. And well, and when you started planning, planning. Yeah. yeah. So right there with you, Jenny, I started planning, researching, and just the more I dove the, into it, the more it, you discover, the more you want to know. Oh, yeah. And there's so much to do and see. And yeah. it's always. And then it was like an insatiable thirst for all things Disney, which led us to launching a podcast, yeah, which so, makes me wonder what, you know, how did you guys go from, you know, enjoying going to the parks and the movies and all that stuff to launching Disney DNA podcast? Well, that is a fun question to ask because we love talking about this because this has a pretty fun, I guess you could say, discussion about. It. So first, it was kind of my idea to do the show because for one Going for years and years to Disney since I was eight and just going forward through my 20s and all those time frames, that love grew more and more and more. So now I said, hey, our kids were young at the time. They were like eight and six. And I was like, hey, let's do something as a family. And the kids were loving the old like movies. They love going to the park and stuff. So it was, I said, let's do something as a family and let's not watch TV all the time. Let's just you know have some fun. How about let's do a Disney podcast? Now, at that time, the podcast community was still growing or that or that niche or that topic, you know, was still kind of growing. So it's all about timing. So we got in at a good time when things were just kind of, you know, lower. But, um, you know, the community now is growing. But it was just something that I wanted to uh, do with our daughters, just the four of us, because they do guest on our show ever so often, depending on the topic. Right, right. And we had thought, you know, when we started planning our trip to Disney, what did we want to know about? What did we want to hear about? What questions did we have? So we we try to keep the show fun, but informative. Like we do informational shows. Sometimes we'll do history. Sometimes we'll do a game or something like that. But we try to think about like 
you know, what is the show going to be about? Well, what did we want to know? And what do we still want to know? Because some of the shows will say, let's talk about such and such. Well, I don't know about that. I might have to do some research and learn it. So it's been a lot of fun learning a lot about Disney. Exactly. So the, these past four years has been nothing but like informational shows. But the one thing that we really love about doing the podcast is the community and the people that we meet by doing the show. Because besides doing our normal show, we do a Facebook live show every single week. And that community is grows every single week. We get more and more people in and we have grown our listeners and we call them our podcast family. Cause that's what they are. Everybody's family and friends. And we just hang out, have a good time. And that's the one thing that I really enjoy doing is building friendships because we've met so many of our listeners on our last trip this past November. And it was mm-hmm. awesome. It was, it was. And you know, a couple of, families that we have met through the Facebook and the show and everything. We now text regularly, you know, Christmas cards back and forth, see them in the park. So, I mean, we truly feel like our listeners are part of our family. Absolutely. And I also record those shows. So besides doing a show like this one, we also put that one out as well. So we do two a week, you know, once one is, is pre-recorded, one's live and we just have fun, kick back, have fun topics and we do call-ins, and that's fun, too. I mean, our listeners call in, and it makes it fun just having those fun times and and just, you know, sharing memories and, and just topics that we all enjoy talking about, especially being informative and learning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, your, your live shows are fun, and um, I'd say it's nice that you post them on your podcast as well because sometimes I find myself listening to live <laughs> more than the other ones. It's like, oh, kind of. I don't know, just fun topics. Like you said, you have a good time. People call in. And so, um, yeah, if our listeners haven't checked out Disney DNA, then definitely make that a priority. And we'll have you guys drop all the info on where to find you. I know you have a big Facebook presence. And we met on Twitter, which is where we meet yep. a lot of fellow podcasters. So <laughs> That's my favorite platform, actually. I like doing Facebook live shows, but I get more fun conversations out of Twitter. But yeah. it's whatever, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, the Disney Twitter community is pretty mm-hmm. active, and I like it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm all, wait, Rachel's. She does our Instagram accounts, and I'm always like, "Did you hear about this? Did you hear about this?" And she's like, "No." Yeah, it's, great, <laughs> it's a lot harder. She's like, to, I saw some great pictures of people yeah. in the parks today. Yeah, it's harder to keep up with the conversation on Instagram. It's like you can post, but you can't really have a conversation on it. Yeah, it's less so, interactive. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's we the hardest one, one. We did one live stream. We that did it on fun. Instagram. It was a lot of fun. I think with our future ones, we'll probably do Facebook. Seems like just a good live, place. Hey, live, stream. live stream is fun because I'm telling you, it's the people that make it fun. So mm-hmm. we, you build that community, you know, and you have that that bond. So when you do take your trips, you can meet them in the parks and it makes it extra special. And I mean, it's cool just being in line and somebody goes, hey, look, it's Trim Jenny. And they're like, like, what? You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's cool being recognized, which I like that. So that's fun thing as part of your trip uh-huh i was listening i think it was your most recent episode but i was listening to one you guys did recently and you'll have to forgive me for forgetting who the guest was but they met you because you were repping disney dna with your shirts yes and that's a funny story too just really quickly if if you don't mind is they actually live nearby us and we didn't even know this at the time 
So we're in the airport, and this is New Orleans Airport, and they're like, hey, look, it's Trent and Jenny, and let's talk to them. And it was just weird, you know, because it was like, okay, so they were they were just recently on our show, and we're going to see them in a couple of weeks for... Onward. Onward, so... Yeah, we're going to go to the movies with them and their son. Mm-hmm. And um, we actually went out and ate... Saturday? Saturday with them, This yeah. past Saturday, yeah. You know, just kind of meeting them and having fun. So they'll probably be doing some things with us on our on our, on our show here pretty soon and just yeah. kind of become regulars maybe. That's yeah, awesome. That's so cool. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, why don't we dive into the... The main event. Arduous task of nailing down our favorite Disney ride cues. Yeah. So we talked earlier... We decided not to go with a ranking system because we found it just to be too difficult to yeah to really rank them. So we're just like weak. instead we of a top rankings. five, we're gonna do a five top yes cues more like in, round robin style. And yeah, sure. Some what, of your we'll, faves. We'll probably have a lot of overlapping as well. But you you got our listeners know that I usually am trimming my list up until like minutes before the show which is exactly what was happening tonight it's like i start planning this in advance and it still comes down to the wire like do i keep it do i get rid of it i don't know and i thought it was really funny trent you messaged me probably an hour before the show like i have like 20 and the, the task was <laughs> top five which is just hilarious so yeah we'll have lots to talk about i definitely have some honorable mentions as always and yeah yeah, yeah. and you know something I, I think worth mentioning as well this, this is something we also talked about before the show is just that we all are all about getting good fast passes. So there's probably cues that we've missed out on just because every time I go to Disney, like Splash Mountain, for instance, I'm like, it's a fast pass. It's a priority. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a fast pass every time for us. So. Yeah. Or rides that like, no offense, I'm not going to wait that long to experience the queue. Uh-huh. Like, like small world. Yeah. Or. So what's your cutoff time? Well, it depends on the ride for sure. My 30 minutes, regardless of what it is. Does Small World actually have a queue or <laughs> just a line? Not for us. No, no, it's, it's just a line. Remember, it's just a yeah. line. Yeah. I, when you said that, I was like, wait, am I like missing something with this? Yeah. One? Nope. It's just ramps. It's my least yeah. favorite attraction. Yeah, I just meant that I wouldn't ride it without a fast pass. And I'm not going to use a fast pass on it unless it's like you're checking the app later and you're like, oh, right. Which is exactly it. And like I have an example, but I don't want to give away ah, a cue. I see. Yeah. Okay. Well, why don't we start with our very special guest? So, um, Jenny, do you want to kick us off here with one of your picks for your favorite cues? So, this was kind of hard for me because I actually hate the cues. I hate waiting in line. Spoiled? A little bit. Hashtag spoiled, right? So you guys had a list of all of these that you really enjoy. And I had a list of all of these that I absolutely dislike. So it was a little harder for me to pick five. But one that I do enjoy is in Epcot Mission Space. I enjoy standing and reading the history of some of the astronauts and of some of the different flights they've been on and things like that for me it's very interesting i like the educational aspect of it edutainment yes the edutainment of it nice nice yeah that's a good one i feel like when we've ridden that we haven't used a fast fast pass but we just walk straight onto the ride but 
no weight. So we I just do like the pre-show stuff that they do. It kind of preps you for mm -hmm. liftoff, if you will. Mm -hmm. Give you a roll. It's exciting. Oh yeah, that that stresses me out. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, am I going to be able to do it? Like, am I going to be able to push the button when it lights right. up? Right. <laughs> Turns out it's okay. It's not that stressful. Nah, just remember it's yeah, it's right. going to be uh, team green. Well. You know what I'm saying? I mean, because because that one doesn't get you so bad. I mean, but you know. yeah, 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 yeah. I haven't done the orange, but green gets me even just a little bit. So I don't know, man. Yeah, team green for life for us. Yeah, I, I yeah. <laughs> I I want to do orange. I want to try, but, but I don't want to ruin the whole rest of my day. Right. So There's horror stories out there. Yeah. Couldn't mm -hmm. do it. No way. I couldn't we do had it. A, you know, four year old <laughs> and not even going to test. You should have just done it on this. your own or something. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Not on my list. I didn't think about that one, but I like when people have some different answers out there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All, right. All right, Trent. All right, mine. This one's new for us because we just experienced this in November on our recent trip. And I thought it was nice because it was nighttime. And you know where I'm, I'm going mm -hmm. with this one, actually, because we talked about this on our show, actually, which is great. So I'm going to give you some clues, guys. So our favorite of this was at night, and there's a couple of things that you can do there. You can actually almost recreate the certain kissing scene in a particular movie, if you know what I'm talking about. And this, this involves uh, Han and Leia, and I'm talking about Smuggler's Run. So when you go in there, this is for me a childhood dream. When I was that eight-year-old boy, I had my Star Wars figures, and I was playing with them every day. Love my Star Wars. So when you get the chance to be inside the Falcon, you got the little little hologram game there, which you can't really play. I wish you could. Cool, cool thing if it was possible. But being inside the Falcon and seeing the, the uh, curved walls and all of the, the details leading up to getting into the ride, unbelievable. It was exactly what I thought it was. I thought it was great at night. And... Uh, I mean, piloting is a different thing, but just waiting in that room where they had the, the board right. and all that, because it was just like playing with my Falcon as a kid and seeing it for the first time, a little emotional because it was just like, like, this is it. This is the Falcon. And it was just a great experience. Yeah. Awesome. I'm a little jealous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't ridden that. And I imagine both Rise of the Resistance and Smuggler's Run mm -hmm will jump to the top of my queue list once we experience it. Let me say this. Now, what I was talking about, though, was that scene. There's a certain wall that they recreated to make that famous scene between Leia and Han. That It is there. You can you can have your little bit of a little, I guess, little smooch if you wanted to. But you can recreate that exact scene from the movie there. It's pretty cool. It's a little hidden gem there, but it does exist. Rachel, we'll have to do that for our 10-year anniversary yes, trip. we yeah. shall. <laughs> And then you should say, you know, I love you. And you say, I know. You see what I'm saying? So, so there you go. Yes. It'd be a great one for the Instagram. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You'd have to do that. It'd be, it'd be kind right. of awkward. I think it'd ruin the moment. Yeah, probably. That's perfect. You can just ask. You know, ask a cast member, hey, will you yeah. film us? Yeah. They would. They would, yeah. They're great. But it's great, though. It's a fun one. You gotta do it. I can only imagine yeah. how great it is. I've seen <laughs> pictures and it just looks like you're there. And Hondo, like the pre-flight guy, he is amazing. He looks yeah. just as good as the shaman at Flight of Passage. Okay. Wow. Well, look at that part. Yeah. Looks very lifelike. Mm -hmm. 
So you guys haven't ridden Ride of the Resistance yet, right? No. no. On our trip, we missed it by about four days because when we booked the trip way in advance, we, we used to book ours a year out, but now we are DVC members, so we can book it 11 months out. So um, this is a, a different ballgame for us now, but our old ways pre that was we would do them about a, a year or so it was out. more than a year. As, yeah, we would book in August for the next November. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So because I was, if you guys talk too much about Rise of the Resistance, I was thinking Keenan would have to like take his headphones off to not get any spoilers or something. No, I knew that. No, we've, we've got no spoilers. <laughs> nope. My lips are sealed, but it, it's a it's a great experience. And if you're a fan of the Falcon and anything Star Wars, this is going to be awesome. And I can only imagine what Rise is. So I'm looking forward to this yeah. year's trip. Yep. Yeah, I know when they go because I hit them up about potential meetup. Gotcha. So. We will see, but for us, that was 2021, I think. Thanksgiving, I'm just, yeah. just saying. That's what we're doing, 2021, <laughs> that is the planned Thanksgiving trip, so. We will be there, too. And, oh, you know, right. you listening to your show just makes me want to do DVC, so maybe we'll pick your brain. You can convince us to spend oh, yeah. more money than we Riviera, have. all the way, Riviera, <laughs> home, home resort, yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Rachel. Okay, well, I'm going to say one that we talked about that you were kind of it was jockeying for position on yours so i'm just gonna go ahead and say it say it which is um voyage of the little mermaid oh yeah yeah this actually did make my list yeah top five yeah yeah you're debating whether or not to put it on but i'm just gonna go ahead and steal that one yeah it's in mine we just watched (laughs) it on youtube because i could it wasn't super clear in my mind but then just i'm it's really the um, the music. I don't know. It just sets the mood so well. Like you go up, you see Eric's castle, you hear all the beautiful music, which the music in that movie is like my favorite. Yeah. Um, well, any Alan Menken, anything is my favorite. Mm-hmm. But um, and then it's just really creative. You know, there is that interaction with the little the crabs and the and the scuttle and stuff. Scuttle. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. say things to the crowd and whatnot so that's just yeah it's very immersive really puts you in the little mermaid which right. is like where every little girl or you know 34 year old little girl at heart <laughs> you know what i'm trying to say yes the little girl within me just wants to be there and yeah so it really puts you there yeah well it's not just 34 year old girls because it made my list yeah mine too uh, and it is, I am ah. such a sucker for putting me into the scenes and what uh, the movie and, you know, like you said, just seeing Prince Eric's castle, you're there, there's lovely vistas with waterfalls and, you know, anytime there's a good animatronic, I'm on board. It's just, it kind of is, a, I don't want to say a perfect example of Disney theming, but I feel like it's not my favorite cue, but it's what every cue should kind of strive to be like. It's got the interactive component, the animatronics, the music, and the immersion. Yeah. So mm-hmm. great, great choice. Yeah. Absolutely. Trent, any any thing to add as far as why it was on your list? I like Scuttle and I also like the uh hidden submarine that is in the uh, queue line that goes back to what used to be there whenever I was a kid when you got to ride under the sea there is a uh ship in the uh it's like a piece of wood in the rocks 
it's hidden in there and if you can find it it's a great hidden touch to an homage to what was there beforehand nice yeah, yeah i, I heard loved that some... ride as a kid i'll have to i haven't seen that but i'll have to pay mm-hmm. attention for it next time yeah there's yep. a hidden mickey or two in yep mm-hmm. in, every in, the, in the queue but yeah yeah. Now that one is used by sunlight. There's a way that the sun shines through and creates the circles on on the wall. Ooh. Yep. Right out. So, all right. So I, I know it so all fun. well. Yeah. yeah. All right, it's my turn. Huh? Yep. So since you took mine, Rachel. I know. <laughs> I like blatantly took it. He's like, I'll put that on my list. Yeah, that so. wasn't even on your radar. Well, then it made it to my radar. Fair enough. That's okay. I had six anyway, so uh-huh. um, I chose for one of mine Frozen Ever After, mm. and I feel like this is a controversial pick because it replaced Maelstrom. People were very unhappy about that, mm-hmm. but I, I, yeah, and and you know Maelstrom, it, it's a great ride. But Trent, what did you do? You remember the queue as a kid? Oh, I just I just remembered the Vikings in right. You know, and that was just telling that story. I don't recall the cue. Yeah. It wasn't very memorable, apparently, it right? It wasn't. And <laughs> just to make sure that I wasn't really going to seriously offend anyone by suggesting that this cue was better, I went and double-checked and watched a video of the old cue. And it's it, a lot of closed hallways, um, just mm-hmm. some, like posters on the wall and stuff. Compared to, so say what you will about the ride. That's, that's not on the table for the discussion. For the cue... The Frozen Ever After queue is, I think, just amazing. Like you, the theming on the outside is the same pretty much as Maelstrom, but then you walk in, it opens up into that open air nighttime. You got the lanterns and you're in Arendelle. Uh, you've got Oaken's Outpost. Where yeah, you that's go the part in that I remember. Through the building. And uh, do you remember this, Rachel, where there's like the, the sauna? The, yeah, the fog. And he's inside of it uh-huh. and kind of knocking and he draws Olaf on the window. Yes. And, mm-hmm. um, there's just so much going on in that queue that it's just yep. special. Yeah, this almost made my list. But the only, like, I have a pretty, my memory is a tricky thing. Like, I have an amazing long-term memory, but short-term memory is really, really bad. So if it doesn't make it into my long-term vault, it's gone. So <laughs> there wasn't much I remembered, honestly, about the Frozen Ever After. That's what it's called. I always mix up the name with, like, the movies and whatnot but um but i remembered oaken's outpost and sauna yeah and um Yoo-hoo. so yeah that part alone <laughs> almost wanted me to made me want to put it on my list the whole thing is beautiful so. yep i agree it's nice he's not a big fan right i'm not <laughs> she's not a big fan of frozen so i'm just i'm no. just saying yeah if we can't fast pass it i'm not gonna do it wow huh Things I have to, to deal with. I'm just on, not going to. Yeah. Now look, I love this this whole look of it. It's beautiful inside. Not a big fan of the movies, but to me, they did a pretty good job with creating. It's cute, and I mean, yeah. I think it's called Oaken's Tokens, is what they call the outpost. Yep. I mean, it's super cute. It, it's fun that they included that aspect of the movie into it. But besides walking through that, you're just kind of being herded in a line well all cute like that though i know but you're just being snaked through <laughs> and then you have like a minute to be in there and then you're like oh okay that was fun that's true there's no interactive components there's yeah. not nope. really, that's like the closest you get to an animatronic but yep i just i there's something yeah. about walking in 
to the village. Yeah. It just warms my heart. I don't know. And we do love Frozen. So that I think, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. is it more compelling for me is that I do like all things Frozen. So hashtag. Yeah. Yep. Frozen. <laughs> I like it. Sweet. All right. So we are circling back to yes. Jenny. Round two. All right. So one of my favorite places to be at is in the lobby for the Muppet Vision 3D. I think the pre-show is a lot of fun. I love all of the decorations, the movie props, the the different aspects of it. I like how they try to get you a little, you know, the, the characters in the pre-show are talking to you and I just, I really love the Muppets. So I enjoy this one a whole lot. They've got the countdown clock. You know, you kind of know what door you want to stand at by which spot you want to sit in the theater, just things like that. It's one that I thoroughly enjoy doing. Yeah. So no. is it, is it hashtag save the Muppets or the Muppet. hashtag wrecking ball? Because, no. you know, because it's going to be gone. I'm, I'm not going to break everybody's spirits here, but the way it's going down hate to say it i'm a big fan of it myself i love it there but i think it's going to be gone in a couple of years i think you're right i my prediction is you, <laughs> you have to refurb it or get rid of it and they're Sounds not like, they're not going to refurb it yep so I am <laughs> oh yeah i really Same lamented Muppets. when they cut the um great moments in history yes mm-hmm. <sighs> so which sad. i get to bring back periodically to help with crowd dispersion but I don't know that like I would just hate for the parks to lose the Muppets. The Muppets. I know yeah. that we've got what is it? Regal Eagle, Sam Eagle's, you know, barbecue yeah. joint. Yeah. In the, but that's Showcase. the only no- nod to the Muppets. That's yeah, and it's not like there's a Sam the Eagle uh, mm-hmm. animatronic in there that entertains people like Sunny yeah. Eclipse the whole time. That would be I'd be totally on board for that. So I'm with you. I think it's gone, but I I love that. It's the location. If they wouldn't have it by Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, it would probably be around. But you're so close to that wall in that area that I don't know. But I love that one. That was a good pick. It was on my list too. But I uh, just, uh, it's hard to not wanting it to not want to go because every time we take our trips, we always do it once or twice because we don't know if that's the last yeah, time we're going to experience it. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jenny, you'll you'll hate this, but on our 2016 trip, which was our first adult trip, we walked into Great Movie Ride, <laughs> and it was a really long line. Like long, once we got inside, it was longer than we thought. We didn't want to miss our Star Tours Fast Pass, and so we didn't ride it. And like and now, I what? never will. Oh yeah, because it was a couple months later is when they announced it was closing, yeah. and I'm like. You gotta be kidding me! So I'll that's super it. sad for y'all. I know. It's, yeah. So I wrote it as a kid plenty of times, and it's yeah. great. But I wrote it never. Lesson learned: if yeah. something's potentially on the chopping yeah. block, yeah, write it. Yeah, that one was one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine still, but ugh, I mean, it's it's on a thin thread. I mean, that's the honest answer. It's on a thin thread. Yeah, location's hurting it, and it's gonna get pulled for something. I can just feel it. Yeah, right. I've heard mm-hmm. great ideas as far as like having it merge into a Star Wars esque thing, like Muppets do Star Wars and stuff like that to kind of like tie it in. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. They could have put Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway 
anywhere in that park. Mm -hmm. Still chose to close the great movie ride. Yep. Uh, but let's not talk about that. It's too sad. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a sore subject on our show, too. She always gets mm -hmm. so depressed. We're all sullen now. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm <laughs> laughing and having a good time with it. It goes back to an uplifting um, cue. To I spirit. will try. And this one goes back to, I'm going to tell you just a probably a 10 second little story about this, maybe 15. And this one is one of my favorites as a kid. It's my father's as well. And my mom, she loved it too. And when we took them a few years ago on their trip from like 30 years, not going, it was great, but we all got to recreate this one particular ride with us riding in the, the different carts. And what I'm getting at is big Thunder Mountain Railroad. When you get on that area and you go up like through those mountains and you're weaving through all of that, it is awesome because you have that, that Western look. You got all those cool little mountains. But my favorite time is at nighttime because of the cave scene with the bats and the dynamite and the waterfall. And it is great. And I love it. It has one of the most classic. You no, know, it's the, it's the, it's, was it the, the wildest ride in the wilderness. wilderness? Yeah, that's it. Can I tell you something? What? I've never ridden it, not on a fast pass. I haven't either. No, so I've never actually walked through the queue. I have. Yeah. Plenty of time. A little bit of the queue with a fast pass, but yeah, you don't get the full. Yeah, but there's signs you can read that's put up by former employees. There's all kind of like little hidden gems that you can kind of read oh. as you go through. I'm sure it's amazing, oh, but it, it is, is a fast pass or bust for me. I mean, and I've been, I was thinking about it. I've never walked through that regular queue line. Now, hold on, because if I recall, you guys, when you rope drop Magic Kingdom, don't you go left through Adventureland and Snake Trap? We do, trap? but we do Adventureland, and then we have our first fast pass of the day is Big Thunder. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so about 1030, we're hitting that area. So, yeah, yeah I've never... Everything that's in Adventureland is done without fast passes. You know, all those we do yeah. them all that morning, at least twice sometimes, if not three times, before we head over to our fast pass. So that's the trick. Nice. But everybody knows it now, but yeah. Now everyone knows. Yeah. Adventureland. Is yeah. It's so remember I think it's I think left is still the yeah. lesser Little. road. <laughs> it is. For some reason people go right, which that's just wrong no matter what yeah. store you're it's, in. It's wrong. Oh. To the left, to the left, not to the right, or straight, or to the back corner. No. Yeah, right. I know what she was talking about. Well, I think from the average guest experience, right makes sense, because if you're not rope dropping Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, you're probably going Space Mountain. Yeah. But veterans True. know if you really yeah. want to skip the lines, Adventureland is the way to go. But I'd like Thunder at night, so... Is there a preference for you guys? Do you like it either or day or night, or does it matter to you? But I love it at night. It's just I so pretty. I've it at night, and I haven't in my adult life. So I haven't. Actually, that's one of my like pseudo bucket list items is to ride it while the fireworks are happening. Yeah. We've done that, and it's mm -hmm. pretty amazing. Absolutely. I highly, highly recommend it that way. It's awesome. Yeah. We haven't really done too much of the parks at night. Because of the first time we went, like our kid was year and a half, year and a half, and then it was then it was just us with the kid and well, yeah, he was and four, he was four, and so we would stay for the shows and then go home and then after. Go. So 
if we do our <laughs> anniversary trip and it's just the two of us. Yeah, but you're trying to skip Magic Kingdom. Late night. Yeah. No, I'm saying we get Magic Kingdom and get a park hopper. Ah. You know, because yeah. the cheapest. Yes. Park hoppers to do it. Especially because there's three parks in one day. We've done it three days in a row. Awesome. Yeah. Well, awesome. we need an annual pass. <laughs> yeah. But when you get a chance, I highly recommend do nighttime. It's, it's to me, it's the best. It's hands down the best experience. That's awesome. All right. Duly noted. Mm-hmm. Oh, and next time we go when our four-year-old is, what, six? That's a good age. About. Yeah. 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 He's, a, he's already a roller coaster freak. So that's good. Yeah, night, and a night like, Yes. So, yeah. Our daughters are, are now, they're starting to stay up later. So now they get to stay out later. Yeah. Yes. Great. That's, yeah, yes. looking forward to that. So you get to go early in the morning for rope drop and stay all the way till park close. That's like someday we'll be able to do that. Or we Thanks. sleep in. Or take a nap in the middle of the day. That's how you do it. Jenny, yes. yes. Like last trip we did, a couple of days we did rope drop, and then we napped, and then we closed the park down. Mm-hmm. And then a couple of days we actually slept in until our first fast pass about 1030. So we missed rope drop, but we stayed later, so we were able to walk on some attractions at rope drop. I mean, at close. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So it's a different world traveling with teenagers. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Cool. Am I up? You're up. Okay. So um, I'm going to go with the first queue I ever went in at Disney World. Uh, I was going to say don't tell me, but be here forever <laughs> trying to think about it. So it's, it's Toy oh. Story Midway Mania. Um, was the first ride I ever rode at Disney World. I was 30. And um, yeah, I think that kind of just set the the mood and the precedent for, you know, it's just the first time ever being in a line like that where they just totally immerse you in the world. And so, yeah, they shrink you down. It was kind of like, it was like the pre, the preview of what Toy Story Land was going to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. They shrink you down. Mm-hmm. You see all the toys and the details in it and mm-hmm. Um, just yeah all those old school board games everything super nostalgic and so many deals and that's the thing about all these disney cues is there's just so much detail to occupy you and um yeah i just love that just sketch and mr potato head yeah so i was gonna get to mr potato head at the end there who's like interactive and Mm -hmm. isn't he he is Uh, at disneyland he is at world there isn't a cast member operating him really Mm -mm, he's like his stuff's already interactive yeah yeah, it's already pre-recorded already okay so maybe not interactive kind of like scuttle he talks to the audience but mm -hmm. it's not a cast member disneyland though they've got the yeah you know saw that on imagineering story yeah it's awesome yeah actually disneyland i like the exterior of the queue a little bit better but the interior at hollywood studios blows it away you're shrunken down right it's just yeah pretty immersive it is cool. And when you were talking about the the Muppet um, line and getting in the the theater, it just reminded like that first trip mm-hmm. that I ever took was that first day was Hollywood Studios. We did that the Muppets 3D and like being in the theater and then just all these nostalgic feels of my first trip mm-hmm. in Hollywood Studios. And so yeah. So Toy great story cue, but is, also yeah, an emotional attachment. Yeah, holds a special place yeah. in my heart. That's like, I mean, with yeah. Trent with Big Thunder. 
Oh yeah. Same thing. You know, you do, you develop these associations with these rides that go beyond just, oh, that's a cool theme. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's just so many memories that you can look back on and, and just like, I can remember going back as that first trip still to this day and then recreating that exact same scene over again was phenomenal with my parents. Like I said, cause they're not big Disney fans. So having them back and 30 years later was like awesome, you know, and yeah. riding those things with them that we did when I was a kid. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> okay. So that's a good segue for my next one because it's cool as an adult, but I just had these vivid memories from my childhood, you know, being immersed in this universe. I'll give you guys a hint before you walk in, you just see this epic scene from the movie with trees, ATSTs, a fighter ship. Star Tours. Talking about Star Wars. Um, and again, when I go to Galaxy's Edge, Star Tours might pale in comparison, but um, I just love that cue. You know, from the moment you're walking in, you're just in Star Wars. It's got the droids, just lots of cool animatronics. And I just feel like they do the whole, you're going on a transport and you're doing like a space vacation theme like really well. And just the sounds, the chimes, C-3PO, it just all kind of hits all the hits all the buttons for me i've never done this one without a fast pass i don't think so i wouldn't yeah, know you have i have yeah, oh, yeah we did the last trip because right it was on. like right on yeah. i don't know i think for me it's just hard to, like i've said it's hard for me to remember because i'm so like my senses are just so overwhelmed that i'm like oh i'm just like looking around like an idiot and like just so <laughs> excited and overwhelmed that i'm like there's no processing happening really you unless twice I can in one act- day though you have zero no, excuses <laughs> i'm not i'm just that's my brain this is this is what it is fair enough i just don't remember some things yep. that was on my list too because it, it's one of those i have a lot of, of memories and even before when they used to have rex on there who's actually they re they put him actually in galaxy's edge yep. in oga's cantina so he's the dj they repurposed him in there and it is an yeah. awesome experience if you actually listen to his audio at oga's he will say some of the lines he would say during star tours mm-hmm. really Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. He, he kind of like messes up. He kind of like shakes and he moves his head and then he's like, and then he starts repeating those lines from the ride from way back when, you know, and it, it's cool. It's those little touches that make that very, very fun. But in its current form, I love Star Tours and even our daughters love it too. It's just one of those. Yeah, it's one of our favorites. Mm-hmm. And I love when they bring in new parts of the movies in there. So you get those more of those random scenes, which makes it yeah. more. And I liked the forest kind of, you know, I loved the Ewoks. I loved them. And when you're walking through that part, you can kind of feel like you're, you know, on your way to an Ewok village or something. Like, it was always fun. Yeah. Getting chills just thinking about it. (laughs) Find some Star Tours. (laughs) Yes. I want to put that, like, at the house. You know, like, watch movies where you Thing shakes you like side oh. to side. Oh my gosh, that'd be so awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Star Tours gets me a little in the nauseas. It's a little intense. It gets me. You know, last so one tip if you do get a little bit of motion sickness, if you can get in the middle row in the middle seat, that has the less the least amount of movement. Yes, but not. the last trip. I forgot where we sat, sat, but I got off and I was like, oh, I don't know about this. It was more of like the back right corner. Yeah. 
I think yeah. you're in the back on the sides, like every you get time. Tossed around yeah, yeah. Quick. But I was like, ooh, okay. if you can get in the middle, middle, like you're fine. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'll go for next time. Another pseudo bucket list item being the rebel spy. Right. Yes, it's been mine too. But I've tried I've, hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have, but I just never get. It's always like the the uh, young kids. I don't know what it is, but it's very rare you see like an adult get picked because I've always seen kids are like eight to twelve, maybe you know. But I never got it. So. Yeah, I'm gonna keep trying. I guess I always thought it would be random, but you're right. They probably are targeting. Yeah, the kids. Mm -hmm. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> cool. One day. All right. Next. Back to Jenny. Yep, back to me. Trent's pointing at himself. Don't so I'm me. ready for mine. That's what I'm saying. I'm excited yeah, for yeah. mine. So so, it's like, don't do it. Don't say it. <laughs> one cue that I don't mind is Tower of Terror. I am currently re-watching Twilight Zone, uh, the original Twilight Zone. I don't know what season I'm on. Like when I'm working for the Etsy shop or sewing or something, I'll put it on my iPad and watch. So, and I... I don't really like the drops. I can't handle it very much anymore. So the attraction itself I could do without, but I think the way they have the hotel set up and the, you know, all of the dust everywhere and the where, how their cast members um, act and present themselves is just a whole lot of fun. Absolutely. It's frozen in time. And that's what's yep. really cool about it. The dust. And then you go through that little boiler room area and, yeah. you, and you board your, elevator and then you're going to go into the twilight zone which to me is so so good yeah i don't do the dropping very well um since i've gotten sick over the last few years but i mean not sick on the attraction but i have some health issues that make it where i can't do that as much but i do enjoy the queue it's one that i don't mind standing in yeah that's one of our favorites if not actually yeah, if we wrote drop it <laughs> I don't I we rope drop that one if we have to stand in line more than like 10 15 minutes I'm out <laughs> and ride it first thing in the morning so yes before we eat breakfast that's what we do that is the thing about that one it 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 actually when we were trying to rank him it was my number one until kind of the last minute but you can walk through it and get really the full immersion of that you're in the hotel like you said you go to the boiler room uh, you don't it's not like some of these other cues where to really get it, you kind of have to get stuck there for a little bit, you know, seven dwarfs mind train to play with the gems. You kind of yeah. be in line for a little while with that one. You're fine. Just walking straight through it, but yeah. it almost, it, you know, like I said, it was about to be my number one. Cause I think, I know it's not the cue, but the immersion for that ride starts the second you turn onto Hollywood Boulevard. Is that yep. Right, yeah, yep. when you see it, see it just moving in the yeah, yeah, and you really you're going into the hotel, so yeah. it's oh, it does it none. feels like you're gonna go stay at this dilapidated hotel, yeah. and yeah, it just sets the mood so yeah. well. Yeah, it's one of those attractions where if you're nervous about it, once <laughs> you see it and you're walking towards it, you know your anxiety gets higher or. You know, if you're excited, you get more excited because it is so big and so dominant in the skyline. You bring up a good point. I would love this. Now, think about this. I would love to see them take the theme of that and make it into a real resort. 
oh, I'd yeah. stay there. For sure. Absolutely. I would minus the dust. <laughs> well, I mean, you get, uh, yeah, but. Yeah, clean it up a little bit. Lobby, and then in your room. Yeah, yeah, just the lobby part, but your room's like, you know, spick and span and all Let that. Let my yeah. room be clean. Yeah, but just that whole idea of, of I mean, those those bellhops yeah. and the whole uniform and. Right. Yeah. I would love that. Honestly. I don't I would sleep that well. Seeing <laughs> <laughs> too many horror movies. That's true. I mean, you're in like, the Twilight Zone. Right. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Make it your like make your room do like these weird things that they can. No. <laughs> oh yes, I thought about it. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how many crowds would just flock to it, but it would have a a niche. Well, uh, make it a little boutique audience. hotel. You would yeah. still get they would that hotel would be sold out constantly. Well, oh, absolutely. Enough, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. All right. Good, good pick. Yep, it was on my list too. Yeah. Took it from uh, the from. music, the like 1920s, like mm -hmm. yeah, Ugh, so good, cool. All right, Trent, ready for mine? All right, I'm ready. so excited for this. This is another childhood favorite of mine that those who know me really, really well, you would notice. So I'm gonna give you some little clues here. The very first thing is you walk in there, you, it has like this cool, this cool feel. But there's one thing that really kind of sticks out is there's this famous scene throughout this queue and there's two people and they are kind of uh there's no more moves in this particular game or this particular board game because it's kind of there's the pieces can't play anymore and there's a song that plays very mildly in the background as yo-ho yo-ho a pirate's life for me and you got the cannonballs and the barrels and the rifles and when you make that walk, you feel like you're, you're going like back and forth through all of these little rope lines. But when you keep going further and further through that, I guess you say like that, uh, that cavern almost feel, it is awesome because it gets cold in there. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you feel like the pirates because it, it just, it smells like you're uh, about to board these boats and the whole attraction itself is amazing. Dark water ride smell yes yeah. exactly but there's that chess piece out somehow it's over to the side where the skeletons are playing they can't make a move because there's not a move to play anymore so uh it's just kind of a frozen in time set there so i love it and i've been riding it since i was a kid and i loved pirates back then and i do as a 44 44 year old kid so um to me our daughters love it jenny loves it too right i mean you love pirates oh yeah yeah you know, and I mean, just the whole thing that they have for the picture taken scene in it to the, the little drop and the battles and the redhead and that whole thing, you know, and it's just, it's fun. And that cue, when you're getting ready to board that boat, it sets the tone amazingly because you yeah. know you are about to see something and experience something that is going to be phenomenal. And it is. I mean, it never gets old. And this is one of those things, too, that... A little history. This is one of those that Walt loved, and he really enjoyed help creating this one. And too bad he didn't get a chance to see its final version of it in at Walt Disney World. But I know he had his hands and he was getting it ready to to uh, to debut. But man, the history in that place is amazing, and I love riding it. First thing when you go left on those rope drop mornings in Adventureland and 
we mentioned many times before too is being that very first family of the day is cool because you get to see them bring the boats out for the first time unbelievable experience nice yeah oh. pirates is among the best i think just yeah. like you said i love how it starts off you're in this kind of caribbean seaside town and then next thing you know you're going into the depths of these caves and yeah getting yeah. out of the boats like you said you just you're anticipating this epic journey that you're about to go on the air feels different it smells different the mm-hmm. sounds ah oh, man like ugh. Walt Disney World is just so good at theme. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about. Just like, you know, going to like. How old is that ride? It's like. Right. How long ago they, did they create that? And it still holds up today without changing yeah. much, really. It's like, I'm mm-hmm. so. I don't, it's like they knew what they were doing to, to draw people and to entertain people in lines, but like, I'm so, you know, thankful that they had the wherewithal and like the forethought to like entertain people while they're in lines. Cause it's not just a, another you know, Cedar Point, like we are yeah. to, or, you know, just a run of the mill amusement park. It's just like, it's just, it's all of all immersive experience. And even like how you can even be entertained in a line. It's just ah, the magic yeah. of Disney. Yeah. yeah. I love Cedar Point coasters. The queues are unbearable. Yeah. <laughs> you go there on a busy day. You're just like, oh, banging your head against the wall. Right. You're no, just make it stop. rammed in. It's switchbacks every yeah. single one. In the blazing sun. Pirates is one of those things that I feel the Imagineers went above and beyond on because it's just there's so many details in in that ride itself, even down to the queue is just finale. Right, there's so much story in just Mm -hmm. the queue itself. Absolutely. Yep. Love it. My favorite. That's my number one, actually. I wanted to talk about it now before somebody else stole it. So I want (laughs) to... All right, so mine um, is don't, like... Don't the, steal my next one, Rachel. The, I'm be so mad. I might, but probably not. No. Um, I, it's a, definitely a change in mood from Pirates. And this is just a nod to like how they're helping um, young children stay entertained in these lines. And so I wanted to mention Winnie the Pooh and the, the updated cue there. One. Yeah, they just have they just have a lot. I mean, it's hokey and like whatever, but like having young kids that can like get out of the line and go play, like that's just nice. You know, they can go play in Eeyore's little sad little home, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, play with the sunflowers or like the honey wall. They can play with. So, you know, it's like it doesn't give me like those nostalgic feels or maybe like this amazing story or anything, but just like from a a parent of a young kid it's just nice it can be like okay you know because normally you're like okay stop hanging on the rope okay stay in line okay stay right here you know it's just nice to be able to like okay just go go yeah. play there i think there is a ride that does that better but i'm not going to mention it well i was going to mention it within this are you going to say well what if somebody else has it i doubt it i don't have it yeah <laughs> dumbo. It's, yeah it's, i was going to say dumbo yeah, yeah. where like the kids can like really just go yeah but it's yeah, like literally a playground. Yeah, a playground, and you get like paged. So, so yeah. Disney's doing a, a thing to help help out the. Yeah, uh, I will say though, um, the Winnie the Pooh attraction, blanking on the name, but has one fatal flaw, and that is that it's not Mr. Toad's Wild yeah. Ride. Yeah, I knew you were gonna say that. He gave up the deed. If you look high enough, you'll see that. That's a cute Easter egg they put in there, but that that was my favorite ride from childhood, and to not be able to go back to the parks to ride it breaks my heart. 
So whatever we needed to get out of here with yeah. honeycomb walls. <laughs> well, I'm so I don't sorry. Need your Everyone giant hates iPads. my choice. That you don't have to touch the screen. Just saying, you can just glaze your hand down and about and about just a little bit off. You don't have to touch it. It still comes away. That's good. So you don't get to all know because germs. germs and you know kids yes. be licking their hands for no reason. So and touching good. the wall. <laughs> inch away i think about an inch yeah. away you can still get it to move you know but so you don't have to touch it and get the they just need hand sanitizer stations that went in the pit yes. then it'll be complete right yeah. never i have <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay Carry that in your fanny pack yeah so i am also gonna go with my top pick before it gets stolen and that is another classic ride steal mine no this is my number one so i'm not stealing nothing <laughs> um you know, a similar thing, the further you get into it, just the more immersed you are in the attraction. Similar thing with pirates where you go from normalcy to the undead, and that is the haunted mansion. Mm. Yes. So That's I think funny. even before they put in the interactive pieces to it, the bookshelves and the um, yeah, instruments, the instruments I, I'd still say that this ride is one of the top themed obviously rides but also cues um the the witty gravestones that are puns right um, but really what seals so the deal for me and you could argue it's part of the ride but it's really a waiting room before you because mm -hmm. then you get into another queue before you board the doom buggies but the stretching room for me is what just makes that the best queue yeah i was gonna me. that's also why it was my top pick because it's like yeah, you could argue that the stretching room is the queue, in the queue, so, yeah. yeah. It definitely is, but it's one of my favorite parts of the ride. Yep. Mm -hmm. so, I love it, too. It's it's one of those, like you said, just there's so many fine details to it. You know, is the room stretching or, you know, is it your imagination? Or before you even go into those double doors to the building of the Haunted Mansion, there's a particular tombstone to the left that watches you about every two minutes, the eyes, eyes open up and blink and watches you and closes again. Mm -hmm. So there's little fun things there oh, that are really neat. Details like that. Yeah. I and like so that fun. the Captain Culpepper, mm -hmm. whatever his name is, like has the water leaking out of his. Yep. Yeah. But so everything is, I mean, I'm a sucker for a good pun and just silly <laughs> wit, you know, yeah. and it's full of that. But you also mentioned, too, about Pooh and the Deed and Toad. So, you know, when you leave up on the top of the hill in, in the graveyard is what? Mr. Toad's little statue up at the top of the graveyard. With the Deed. With the Deed. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nice. I feel like I've seen that and I just didn't. Yeah. He's been moved a few times, but I think his final place has been at the top. So when you exit next time through the doors... Look to your left as you're about to approach where they do the horseless carriage photo uh -huh. spot at. Mm -hmm. It's going to be on the left right there. And it's up at the very top left. Good to know. I'll have to look out for that. <laughs> yep. Love me some Mr. Toad. Yep. That's what they did. They kind of keep that little guy in the park somehow. Yeah. It's nice to give a nod to him, but just give him a ride. <laughs> a wild one. Yes. A little red car. Mm -hmm. Yes. That jerks you around when you turn. But anyway, it's a fun ride. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I love it. It's great. The train's coming. Oh, no. Yeah. Wouldn't know. I'll never know. Well, I'll Disneyland. Never know. Disneyland. Yeah. Well, just go to Disneyland and, and you can ride it there. You know? Right. Yeah, I know. I know. You know? <laughs> <laughs> 
so far away. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, do you guys have more? I have two more, actually. Good. I got one or two, but I could go through my list here. I mean, I can do my last two together because I like them for the same reason. Sure. Okay. All right, Jenny, do it. All right. So I am a sucker for edutainment. And I really, really enjoy an Epcot the American Adventure while you're waiting for the video to start. All of the different artwork and the different things that they have around in the lobby for you to look at and read and learn about. And over in Magic Kingdom at the Hall of Presidents, I just absolutely love looking at all of the history in there. My dad was is was a history teacher, so that was something that was really installed in, instilled in me. And I just I love seeing all of the stuff and reading all of the stuff and learning about the history. Like I really like how Walt thought that was important for us to have the edutainment and learn our history. And I love that they keep that still somewhat alive in the park. So those are some of my favorite things to do before an attraction or show. Yeah, yeah, those are good. Have you guys been watching the Imagineering story? Yep, I have. So, yeah, I have. yeah I, I'm just not a big TV show watcher. So Trent has watched them. I have not gotten too much into it. So you'll love this, but hate it. Um, there's one episode where they talk briefly about a park that never came to be, which was going to be just outside of Williamsburg. And it was, oh, I know, I know. Mm -hmm. yeah. It sounded awesome, but it sounds like kind of what you're talking about. But yes, uh, it would be right up my alley. Yes. It would be like me there, and everyone else would be like, we don't care about history anymore. I'll do it. I mean, I don't know about our daughters, but I'll do it. You know, oh, I would yeah, be I'd all about it. Do it. Yeah. You know what they say, those who fail to learn history are doomed to repeat it. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's true. And especially if you can learn it the Disney way, then. That's, That's right. right. With that edutainment, even better. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> she always hearts on edutainment. I'm I do. You, I, I do. It's, such, cool, a wonder, though, it's such a wonderful thing. I mean, to be entertained and learn something. I mean, that's, a good thing. that's great. To the parks and, and those lands. It's a wonderful thing, but it's also something that sets Disney apart from the rest. It's just, yes, we get the magic, but there's so much. I mean, as a kid, Epcot was my favorite park, and it was all edutainment back then. Yes. The entire park. So. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I didn't even think about those, actually, so good job. Well, I knew y'all wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm probably the only one who's like, I really enjoy this. <laughs> They're fun shows. Yeah. I mean, they're just... Hey, I mean, you're going to see Bush's cowboy boots. Yeah, and those old dresses from some of the old pres presidential wives. The wives, yeah. yeah. that's great. Some yeah. Of that stuff is very neat. Very well. Yeah, I, I got to be honest. I didn't think about any, like looking at my list here, none of my cues are shows that, where you're just kind of waiting for the show to start. Because otherwise, Muppets probably would have been on there. But yeah, to me, I just, my mental state was just, what, what ride cues... Mm -hmm. But those are good. Those are yeah. good picks. Well, I was trying to think like, because we do have the opportunity to fast pass so much because we do go to the parks multiple times during our trips. You know, what don't we fast pass that I actually enjoy and don't just like hate every minute I'm standing there? Yeah. So right. that's where kind of my list came from because I do, I really enjoy Haunted Mansion, but we generally fast pass it. 
I enjoy Big Lake. Thunder and I fast pass it. Mm-hmm. Seven Dwarfs, we fast pass it. Face Mountain, we fast pass it. So it was like, okay, what do we not fast pass that I actually am like looking forward to standing and waiting for the next show? Really? So that's kind of where I went with my list. Strategically, yes. Yeah. Now, we like the shows too, but most of the time we can just walk and go right into them, especially the ones that you mentioned, because we never wait for those. It's just yeah. like you walk in. We had to wait for the Hall of Presidents last time, and that was kind of weird. It wasn't that long. It was just a few minutes or so. But Yeah, there wasn't anywhere to sit down, and I was I had a cane my last trip, so I was just like, oh, my goodness, I have to sit down. She has fibromyalgia, so yeah. she has to have the cane on occasion, so her, her muscles start to kind of get but my like, nerves yeah they get kind of painful for so she has to go sit down or whatever yeah. but yeah but the rest of them we just walked into mm-hmm. yeah cool you, right. Trent, you said you had what's that i was gonna say any more for us trent i got one more and you kind of talked about it for a minute so basically what it is i remember this one as a kid i still love it it's not as big you know fun as the newer things are but this one has a little uh, little uh, arcade game you can play while waiting. It, there's a part in the queue where it actually dips below the uh, the railroad tracks in uh, Magic Kingdom, actually. And it is uh, a, a queue that you can see some asteroids and uh, you kind of feel like you're going into space. And we're talking about Space Mountain, mm-hmm. one of those I loved. Now, as a kid, I was terrified of it. But when I got on it, and I experienced it. That is where my love for that ride came, and it's one of my favorites. It's so rough, right? It's rough, but it is fun. I mean, it's still a blast. And I wish one day—I mean, I hate to say this—but I wish one day they'll just take it down for a little while, redo the tracks, and make it a little bit yeah. smoother. You know, it but needs that yeah. DLC. Yeah, um, I've never experienced it with the lights on, like you see on YouTube. I've never done that. I, I would love to, uh, but I've kind of memorized the track over the years so when the girls ride with me especially when they were younger I like left and dipping and they would kind of get yeah. the idea because they weren't as scared then you know because we're sitting three back, right. you know, yeah so yeah I wish it was like the ones in Disneyland it's like you know side by side but these rockets aren't but this one to me childhood memories still a fan favorite it's got a boring cube i still like it though it, it, it's the boy in me that loves space right. asteroids yeah and those things we've you know? actually as a family never been through the queue we've always fast passed it as a family i've been through the queue no i'm saying like me and the girls yeah. have never been through the queue we've I've only fast it passed it many Trent times has. Yeah. yeah there's a little arcade game you can play it's kind of okay and then like I said, the history part of it, it does this big dip. It's going underneath the railroad tracks because it actually crosses them and you can't go over them, so you have to go under them. Yeah. So, which is, means Disney, bring back the railroad. I'm ready for it. But anyway, that's another tangent. But Soon, uh, hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. The last two trips, I haven't seen it. So Soon, in quotes. I yeah. miss it. it. Yeah. Just like bring back the welcome show again, but that's another tangent oh, too. But you know, <laughs> I could go on and on, guys, on, on those. But Space Mountain to me, hands down, one of the best nostalgia coasters out there when it comes to coasters to me out of the four parks. Now, we do have newer ones, of course, but that one just holds a special place. Love it. Yep, I'm with you. Nothing special about the queue, but walking in there, I just get nostalgic feelings. Mm hmm. So do we want to talk about our least favorite queue or do you have any more? No, I've got, I've got, like I said, I had a bunch, but 
Um, I'll mention one more. And this wasn't originally going to make my list, but since my other ones got stolen. Outright. <laughs> um, this is a ride that the reason it did not make my list has nothing to do with the queue. You just don't like I'm not a huge fan of the ride. It just is kind of underwhelming to me. I don't really like the theming of it, but the queue I think is the best part of the ride, and that is Rock and Roller Coaster. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you guys feel about that. But I think it's super cool when you're in kind of the studio and Aerosmith is talking to you, and then I love that just alley where you're waiting to get into the limousine. Yeah, and where you get dropped off. I think that's really cool. The ride itself doesn't really do that much for me, but I, I like everything else about that. Yeah. yeah. I like it too. It's uh, basically one of those that's been rumored as well to being rethemed or whatever. And I could see that. Uh, it's a classic. Jenny doesn't care for it too much, right? I mean, it's not your favorite. You wrote it like I once in your life. Yeah. yeah. I wrote it on our honeymoon. And that was her last time, actually, a long time ago. I like it. I like Aerosmith. Um, I like the uh, just the little touches in that cue, even down to the microphone uh, cords making the hidden Mickey um, down on the ground. Uh, just really a fun experience, great music, and I love blaring it through that whole ride, which is fun. Yeah. But if they change it, it's not going to hurt my feelings, yeah. but it is a classic, though. Yeah, I'm not going to lose any sleep if they change it. Yeah. The ride's just okay, but I, I, I like the cue. I Somebody threw out there retheming it as a um, Powerline concert from Goofy Movie. Yeah, yeah, okay. I just absolutely love. Yeah. It probably won't happen. Probably should, but should. I like that one too. Now Aerosmith was big back when they came out with this attraction, so now that novelty of them being around is isn't as popular. Do you know who they originally were going to ask? No, I knew it one time, but I can't remember. You two, you two, Mono and the boys. Yeah, you'd probably have a similar effect with you two today as well. They're just not as big as they once were. Yep, Powerline. Caroline, yep. <laughs> now, I've got one, if you don't mind me uh, saying mine. No, go for it. Okay, this one, to me, the only best part about it really is the treat. So we're talking about going to, of course, Animal Kingdom. And we're talking about it's tough to be a bug. Now, <laughs> you go at the pre-show of that, you know, you've got all these cool posters of movies with the bugs in them. It's kind of neat. But it's the details yeah. to the tree of life. Mm -hmm. That's what I like to see. I agree with you. That's that's a really good one. You know, it, it, there's so many carvings of those animals all the way through that walkway. Gorgeous and very well done. And it just it blows my mind how intricate they were to put those carvings in there. It just it's unbelievable how just they just are so gorgeous. And I just I I love that tree. It's it's so neat how the history behind it and know being what it really is behind the scenes you know besides it's, it's not really the tree but you know but i don't want to break the magic for everybody but <laughs> you know but it's cool though how they spend time to to recreate that stuff and it's just i love it yeah it's that's an impressive feat i like being inside the tree too but yeah 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 I like mean, you said i mean the ride the the, the show i guess was, yeah that's time to go they could <laughs> fine with it yeah but it's it's just the tree i mean when you walk through there it's just like wow Yes, it is impressive. For sure. mm -hmm. And that was my last one. Rachel? Um, you're all out? Yep, I'm all out. I'd say Test Track is probably worth mentioning just because you get to design 
your car. Yeah, it was an honorable mention, but I've never been yeah. on it, so I didn't That's feel right. the need to say it. any. Yeah. Kids, yeah. Adults, no. I mean, I can go through without making my car and have a fun time, but I can see kids doing it. It's, it's kind of neat. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, there's some other ones that probably could be worth mentioning, but I fast passed them every time. Like, I haven't seen the enhancements they've done to Peter Pan's flight with, like, Tinkerbell. I, yeah, I've seen video. Cool. It looks really cool. But we did last trip, and I don't know, like, halfway through the bedroom, I'm like, I'm over this. Like, <laughs> There's two interactive parts in there, and it's cute. I mean, but do at least once just to say you've done it and experience it because Tinkerbell gets interactive with you. And so is your shadow on the wall as well. Yeah. It's really, it looks really cool. cool from what I've seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. It's fun. That's, we'll get to it. Well, someday. And yeah. people treat the dresser there as a fountain pretty much with money. Yeah, they, they, they drop, slide their money into the little they dresser. They drop coins yeah. in it. And dollar bills and stuff. It's oh. like, wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, if you have the money, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, spending it all on a Disney. Yeah, you might as well. Here's another. Well. Yeah, here's a couple of bucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't have time to talk about our least favorite cues, do we? To just name I think them real quick. That's a topic quick. for another episode. Okay. Worst cues. Worst cues. So stay just tuned so. for that one. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, that does it, I think, for our main topic. Are, do you guys have time for the lightning round questions? Sure. Jenny's good at these, so she might crush I'm, these. I'm a little tired tonight, so I don't know if she I'm going to be able to crush them or not. So you do them. All right. The thing is, and you guys can both do them if you want, but if you listen to our show, it kind of spoils it because you know the questions. But ideally, you have not. not saying ideally you haven't listened to our show. Of course, we'd love that. But <laughs> ideally, you don't know what the questions are coming, and it's just the first thing that pops into your head. So don't overthink it. You can qualify as much as you want, or you can just say the answer totally up to you but you don't have to worry about putting a bunch of thought into it. So, cue sound effects. Pew, pew, pew. Uh, The first question, we're going to start easy. First question is, what is your favorite Disney movie? I know what mine is. Currently, probably uh, Nightmare Before Christmas right now. That's the one I've been listening to the soundtrack and watching the most. For me, it hadn't changed much. I have two, but I'll just give you one that just pops in my mind, and that is The Princess and the Frog, because it's home. Awesome. Right. Love that one. So good, and I can only imagine. Yeah. Um, favorite Disney song? Jenny? She's thinking. We lied. They're not easy. None of them are easy. Yeah, I mean. The wheels are turning. Because there's see. a couple of soundtracks that I've been listening to Quite often recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll tell you mine real fast. Okay. It It's always on all those little Disney uh, little groups of songs that I play all the time. I like the one from the live action Aladdin, the Speechless. I thought it's pretty okay. powerful and it's a great song. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I would say right now Evermore is probably one of my favorite from Beauty and the, the Beast, Beast, the live action Beauty and mm-hmm. the Beast. That song makes me wow. cry. Both going with... It's a new, new live-action remake songs. Okay. Okay, number three is, what is the best Disney Parks snack? Oh, this is easy. The frozen bananas. Dole Whip. Classic. And especially if you get the one with Peter Pan and the no. red chocolate uh, little feather. 
at the Friars a, Nook. But the Friars Nook, which has that a, is not a better than the Friars at the It's awesome. It is yeah. not awesome. I had that last time, and <laughs> yes. we'll probably get it every time I go now. Yeah. Yeah. So good. What? Number four. Oh, yeah. Rachel hates this question. It's what is your favorite non e ticket attraction? So, another way of wording it would be what is your favorite thing to ride that does not work on the fast pass system? Like, you can't use the fast pass. Living with the land. Bingo. Yep. That's what I was about to say, too. Living with the land. It's fun. I yep. like it. We love it. Edutainment. Edutainment. Right. And one day we're going to take that tour one day. Hopefully. The behind the seeds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Bucket list. Yep. Huge bucket list. What is your must ride every time you go to the parks? Oh, boy. I've got about three. So let me just tell you mine real quick. Uh, for me, I go with nostalgia. It's pirates. That's just that that kid in me still. I, it never gets old and never will. Um, I really, really enjoy Spaceship Earth, but it is about to go down for a refurb, which is going to be extremely, extremely painful for me. Yeah, I heard they're bringing it back and it's going to be rethemed as a uh, DuckTales ride. (laughs) Woohoo, that's right. (laughs) Okay, next up is your most memorable character interaction. This can be generic, like, hey, I like meeting Mickey, or very specific, the one time we met Donald. When we met the fairy godmother, uh, the cast member who was her that day looked so much like my Aunt Janet, and she sounded so much like my Aunt Janet, and I don't get to see her very often, so it, like, I was texting her pictures, look, you're here at the park, and my aunt's personality was so much like the fairy godmother's personality that day that it just, that I think by far has been my favorite. And guess what mine is? The Lady Tremaine and the sisters. Absolutely. Yes. They are so interactive and so immersive that we got to hang out with them for a very long time. Yeah, about 10 minutes. And took some incredible photos that were like so candid. And it just captured that moment. And we still, to this day, laugh at those pictures because it's so awesome. Yeah. I, I mean, I, rem- I remember everything about that experience. That's awesome. I've heard such good things about those characters. Okay. Yes. How about your favorite Epcot festival? We've only done one. So. Yeah, we've only personally done one. I really love the pictures of the... So we've done the food and wine festival, the food part, not the wine. Um, but I really love the garden festival with the different flowers and topiaries and things like that out i think it's just absolutely beautiful i think it's one of the most beautiful ones i've seen pictures of Mm -hmm. and it's actually on our bucket list to get to go to it one year yeah that's the problem going during thanksgiving is you miss out on some of the fun stuff yeah you get the better weather have you thought about taking like an extra little weekend getaway or something at some point yeah but not when it's hot yeah summertime no it have to be like (laughs) this week because it's mardi gras coming up this coming week so everybody from down here is going to be over there now yes (laughs) you know yes like our kids are kind of sad because they're out of school monday and tuesday for mardi gras and brooklyn our oldest daughter her best friend is actually at disney so she's not sure what to do with herself four houses back this way so yeah yeah, she lives in our (laughs) subdivision (laughs) yeah so one day cool yeah okay uh what is the top item on your disney bucket list oh 
for me, hopefully, if it's not this trip, but maybe next year, uh, I want to do the Keys to the Kingdom tour. I want to go see everything that's behind, you know, kind of like, uh, don't look at the man behind the curtain yeah. type of thing, you know, yeah. and see all the utility doors and all the behind the scenes and you get to take that tour you get to go eat and you get to hang out and do some fun stuff and see the history that's what i'm excited for but your kids got to be a certain age because i think all four of us want to do it mm -hmm. and our kids are right at that threshold of being maybe still just a little bit yeah. too young yeah. i would like to run a disney race in all of the parks across the world and at Castaway Key. Oh, wow. <laughs> I have only been able to do the virtual races, the virtual 5Ks during the summer. So um, now that I have, my health has been slightly better, I'm going to start running again, not just walking. So I'm hoping to eventually get into some of the races at the actual parks. Cool. Heck yeah. Yeah, I just saw this most recent one. It looks so much fun. Mm -hmm. races. Princess, I was yeah. like, oh man, maybe I do need to get into running just so I can I run a Disney. Right, that's the only reason I yeah, want to the run. Only reason. Well, we, and I did the virtual one with you last summer, Jenny. That was All fun, right. but it doesn't, I don't know. I want to run through the parks. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I'll probably continue to do the virtual runs every summer because it's the one thing that gets me motivated to get up and get yeah. out before yeah. work and actually do something. I'm like, I'm paying the money for these medals and I don't necessarily have to run it, but I'm not going to not run it. Like, yeah. um, the honor system. Yeah. I, it took me probably because last, let's see, we did, we ran one in June and then July. So the one in August that the group ran, I actually was having a really bad flare up and couldn't run it. I ended up doing it in like, the end of September or something. So I did finish it out, just not with everybody else. Yep. Yeah. All right. Number nine, you can bring back one defunct attraction or restore a current one to an older or original form. What do you bring back? The great movie ride. <laughs> Slightly updated. Yeah. Uh, for me, I would bring back what the mermaid took away. And that is 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. And I remember the smell of that gasoline and seeing the giant, like, octopus and the fish and the water. And you're in that cool submarine that got really hot in the summer. And uh, <laughs> it was one of those things. But, yeah, it's cool. But I would bring it more or less into the nowadays with some AC in there and maybe yeah. not quite so gasoline. <laughs> but still, I love that stuff. Yeah, awesome. I the Tokyo Disney Sea one is yeah, like just at some point in my lifetime I have to experience that. Mm -hmm. Okay, final question of the lightning round: Don't quit your day job, but if you had to be a cast member, what would you do? Easy. I would be taking care of the. I have two dream Disney jobs, and one of them is I would like to take care of the horses, like work in the stable. And my second one, because I love to sew and design stuff for the kids, is I would like to be in the costume department. Okay. For me, my favorite thing, and I've still talked to this person on every trip when I see him, and that is the mayor on Main Street, USA. My favorite street of all the parks, that whole area of the Emporium. I love that whole time frame and it's just like it's frozen in time there and the mayor is fun 
energetic. And if you have a chance, I would take the advantage and go talk to him because he, he is so funny and so mm-hmm. full of life and just a fun, fun conversation. Nice. Sounds like a retirement goal. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, awesome. Those, the, the cast member questions are two totally unique answers. We haven't heard either of those yeah. before. Always count on these guys. For I know. Good <laughs> You guys are fantastic <laughs> guests, and we really appreciate you coming on. Yeah. So thank you. Um, as we're wrapping up, can you tell our listeners where they can find you guys, listen to your show, and interact with you on social media? Sure. So you can find us first. You can find us in all three platforms. You can go Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search Disney DNA Podcast. And just remember, too, that we go live in Facebook every Thursday night, 8 o'clock Central. The, the uh, pre-show is at 7.55. We give time for, for people to jump into the chat box, say hello to each other, interact, and then we're getting things going. And then um, that show comes out every Tuesday because I record that one, and, and it's raw, never edited. So it's how it is on the live show. And then two, our recorded shows like this one is on Thursday. So we put those out every week and uh, we've already done 272 in the last four years. Mm-hmm. It's been a fun, eventful journey and we got many more years of this coming. And Jenny uh, does some things on the side as well. She likes yep, to do. I've, I've got an Etsy shop, Pixie Dust DNA. Yep. And um my oldest daughter, she's 13. She does it with me. So we're going, we're working on a couple of pairs of ears to get out the next week. And just, and just one more thing too, is to listen to the podcast, whatever you listen to me in your favorite podcast app, just find us in there. Just search Disney DNA podcast. That's it. Nice. So definitely check these guys out. If you have not. For sure. They do a great show. And as I'm sure you've heard listening to our conversation, full of knowledge and just fun tidbits about the parks. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. All right. All right. We'll see you real soon. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for joining us this week and being a part of our world. Please reach out to us on social media. We can be found at part of our world podcast on Instagram or Facebook and on Twitter at P-O-O-W podcast. You could also shoot us an email, part of a world podcast at gmail.com, or call into our voicemail, 614-392-8147. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, have a magical day. <laughs> Are you ready? Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye.